Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 1st is Judges chapters 6 and 7. It's the famous story of Gideon, and it's fascinating. And you know, I remembered most of these events that took place, but I did not remember the order in which they came. The most famous story, I think, the one I remember most vividly from my childhood going to Sunday school was the story of Gideon and the fleece. And you guys know the story, right? He isn't sure whether or not he should believe God. He feels like God is calling him to this leadership role of, on this national level as a judge in Israel, but he's not 100% sure. So he asks God for a sign. Curiously, I've heard people say that you should not ask God for a sign. But God answers Gideon's prayer, and God is a God who does not change. So I think it must be okay to ask God for signs, but nevertheless. So Gideon lays out this fleece, this sheepskin, if you will, and says, God, if that was really you, when I wake up in the morning, let the dew of the evening, of the, the morning dew, come and only get the sheepskin wet and the ground all around needs to be dry. He wakes up in the morning and it's just as he suggested. Hmm. He says, okay, well, I really don't want to push my luck. And with all due respect, just would you be so kind as let the opposite happen again when tomorrow morning, let the ground around the sheepskin be wet and the sheepskin itself be dry. He wakes up the next morning and it's just as he suggested or prayed. And so he knows he got it. He got like two signs day after day. So he knows without a doubt that was certainly God. And I remember that story so well. A lot of times I get the order mixed up. Like, is it the sheepskin that's wet or the ground that's wet the first night and vice versa? It doesn't really matter. I don't think that's it a huge central part of the story. It's just that God showed him specifically that he was with him, that God was with Gideon. He was indeed calling. So what I didn't remember from my previous readings and studies, if you call Sunday school as a seven-year-old a study, <laughs> probably not, right? God came to Gideon before that and said, I want you to go and tear down the altar to Baal or Baal of your father and the Asherah pole that's next to it. The first time God spoke to Gideon, the first instructions God gave him was to go and wreck his father's altars. And he did it. He did it. Then God came and told him that he was going to deliver the Israelite people from the hand of the Midianites. That's when he asked for a prayer, for asked for, for the sign. And to me, it's just amazing. The order. I don't know. I would have, I mean, if God told me to go destroy something my father had created, 
man, I would have really needed a very strong, specific sign. Those of you who know my dad, I mean, whew. Gideon's father seems to have been a, a leader in the society as well, because after he does obey God and tears down these things, and the, the townspeople are outraged, and they want to kill Gideon, and Gideon's father stands up and says, no. You will not touch my son. So that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Now, in chapter 7, we read the, the other story that's really famous about Gideon, and it's how God pairs down his army from tens of thousands to just 300. And it starts off by saying, any of you guys who are afraid, I mean, you got like 30,000 guys here. Any of you who are afraid, go ahead and go. Any of you who just don't want to be here for whatever reason, go ahead and go. And then there's this continual paring down. And, and you guys, of course, know the story. But what I love most of all is on the night before the battle, even without asking for a sign this time, God speaks to Gideon and says, if you're nervous, sneak down and listen to the Midianites talking and your faith will be bolstered. So Gideon goes down there with one of his buddies. They sneak up to the edge of the camp and they hear a couple of these soldiers talking and one of them describes his dream and the other interprets the dream for him. And within earshot of Gideon, not knowing that Gideon is there, he says, the interpretation of your dream is this. Gideon and his army are going to destroy us. <laughs> Gideon's like, high five, man, let's go. And of course, the victory is won. But I was really touched I was really touched by God's care for Gideon in this story. And you know, my friends, God cares for us in that way too. If only we would all pray, God, what do you want to partner with me on? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please tell me, what are you partnering with God on that requires great faith. Happy April Faith Day, my friends. See you tomorrow.